Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Daisy. I'm 25 years old. I'm a Sagittarius. I live in Las Vegas and I am a mother to a 10-year-old daughter and this as you can tell by title as you can tell by the title, we're going to be talking about my teenage pregnancy. And before we jump into that, I do want to say that when I first started my channel, I started talking a lot about spirituality and I started talking so much about the success of my business. That, that was actually my second video was the success of my e-commerce store. I had a lash brand that I started. I named it after my daughter and it was successful and I wanted to share that with people because I was experiencing so much happiness, I had so much faith. Um, I was experiencing like this shift in my life and I wanted to share that with people and wanted to show people like how to be happy, how to move on, how to grow, how to achieve those goals that you actually want to achieve. And that was the start of my podcast and my YouTube channel. So if you guys might be listening on my um, podcast streaming platforms or you guys are probably just watching on YouTube, but either way, everything that I've been through has led me to this point. And I know obviously that having a, a daughter at four, age 14 shifts your entire life and it changes you. But I didn't realize how much it has affected my life until maybe two weeks ago when I went to go visit my brother out of state because we all know that your family knows how to trigger you, right? Your family knows how to like really push your buttons and they show you like, your shadow side because they've grown with you they know who you are and I definitely was very tri <laughs> triggered with my family members and we we're just having so many like discussions and my beliefs are so different than their beliefs and especially my brothers but I realized when I came back and I allowed it to settle I realized that there's so much shadow work that needs to be done and um you know all of it came back to my teenage pregnancy and this is why this first episode for this season I really want to talk about my teenage pregnancy because I think that it'll help so many women out there are so many women who have kids at a very young age um so many men who also have kids obviously at a very young age but a lot of women end up being single parents and I'm a single parent I've always been a single parent uh, my parents have helped me out a lot with my pregnancy throughout my pregnancy and even till now my parents are my number one supporters and I'm so happy and so grateful for them because I know a lot of single parents don't have that but I think that with society our kids are what are going to be our future, right? The way that we raise our kids are going to be our future. So if we're consistently living in a society where women raise kids on their own or women raise kids in a dysfunctional family, that kid is going to grow up with all of this trauma that has been passed down onto them and they're going to pass it down to their kids and their kids and their kids. And that's why it's called, you know, breaking that generational curse, breaking that trauma cycle because the more that you heal, the more available you are for your kids. And I just think that there are so many things we can do in, in this world, right? But I think it starts with the way that we raise our kids and what we teach them and how we 
allow them to express themselves and teach them how to communicate and allow themselves to, you know, really just be, be in touch with their emotions. So taking it back a little bit, um, I was always a very outgoing person as a kid. I knew a lot of people. I hung around, hung around a lot of people in middle school. I was a cheerleading captain. I just was very outgoing always express myself I was very assertive very happy very confident and the one thing that I feel like really was always in the frame of my mind was I can't wait to grow up I can't wait to grow up and get married and have kids and find my life partner and I'm a lover okay I'm a lover I want to love I love love I love all of that romantic stuff I'm a hopeless romantic and I've always wanted a partner and I think that one of the reasons why I always seeked that masculine counterpart is because I think I lacked that a lot in my life, in my childhood. I actually grew up with both of my parents. They migrated from Mexico. They came here with literally nothing but the clothes on their backs. And I think that that cultural difference really set like, there was like something there that didn't allow us to really connect as much because it's just so different and they didn't really understand like when I would ask my parents for help on some things like from school they didn't really know how to help me um because they didn't understand it my parents didn't really understand it they didn't understand the culture they didn't understand a lot of the things and you know they were amazing parents my parents still are amazing parents my dad especially he is such a hard worker but in the Hispanic culture, a lot of men are the providers. And I think that most men don't really know how to show emotion or they, it's deemed as weak. It's deemed as, you know, that's only what women do. And I think in society in general, that's what we do is we tell men that they can't be, you know, in touch with their emotions. They can't express themselves. They can't be, you know, they can't cry. They can't do all of these things. And then we tell women that's all they do. That's all they are. That's all they're made for is to just be that, a housewife. And especially in the Hispanic culture, I think that machistas are everywhere in the Hispanic culture, meaning that that's what they believe. They women they believe that women should only cook and clean, should raise kids, should be there for the man, serve the man. And, you know, they have like all these different beliefs. And for me, it's not that my dad wasn't there for me he was it's just it, from my point of view I needed more I needed more love I needed more affection I needed I just needed more of that feminine energy from him so I believe in you know having both energies in you you have masculine and feminine right the yin and the yang we naturally as human beings we are sexual creatures right we are sexual creatures we are here to co-create and i think that naturally we're going to always seek to have our energies balanced out if i'm a woman and i want to be with a man well my feminine energy is going to always seek to find a man who is in his masculine to balance my energy out right that's why we seek most of the time we seek partners and as a child who grows up in a household where maybe the parent just isn't emotionally available because they work so hard or they have all of these problems. They feel like they need to be the man of the house and they have to, you know, really protect. They don't really allow themselves to 
be as emotionally available as they might have to and for me I felt like I lacked that a lot in my life and I never really had those conversations with my parents about having sex like it was a thing you we knew about it they told me like don't do it you do it when you're married like it's not something you should be worried about right now but we never really had a discussion about it of you know love and loving someone and none of that I didn't understand any of that and so middle school I became very sexually active around eighth grade and it was it's like so crazy to think back to that point right now because and first of all it, it feels kind of weird talking about these things because I'm not the type of person who puts myself out there like that like my personal business like if you know me for a while you know I really keep to myself like I don't say anything especially not on the internet because the internet's just like a scary place when you put yourself out there but I feel like it's something that's gonna help a lot of women and maybe a lot of women can relate to this but I grew up in a very not the best part of my city and I want to say before I jump into that I want to say that I take full accountability for being where I am I take full responsibility because I strongly believe that when you live in the cause of everything that has happened to you and you don't blame people for putting you where you are you don't blame your parents you don't blame your city you don't blame your community you take responsibility and you and it's not about blaming yourself either and saying like well it's my fault that I'm here it's my fault that I'm here no it's not saying that it's more of saying like okay well if I made the choices to put myself here what choices do I need to make to take myself out or how can I make this better because when you consistently blame everyone outside of yourself you give them your power you can't be happy because other people are making you unhappy and that just keeps you in that victim mentality so I completely am responsible for all of my choices but it doesn't mean that other people and society as a whole don't play a part in that right so I grew up in a very chaotic neighborhood I also hung out hung out with a lot of people who were a lot older than me um I grew up really really fast and I thought I was so grown and I thought that I knew everything and I didn't I didn't know anything and now just looking back it's kind of scary because I have a daughter who is going to middle school and just imagining her doing the things that I was doing at maybe not at her age maybe a little bit older but just in middle school in general which is when I got pregnant I got pregnant in eighth grade it's just kind of like scary as a mother like it's very scary because there are a lot of people out here who will take advantage of you and um I think that's what happened to me is that I put myself in situations that were very dangerous and there's no one to blame for it but myself but it's not even blame either it's just I was so naive um when I got pregnant it felt like it wasn't real like I literally thought it wasn't real I felt like I was in a dream I felt like it couldn't happen to me I was so like detached from the reality of what I was going through and I didn't tell my parents probably until I was like six months because I felt like a huge disappointment and on top of that I just didn't think it was real like it's those things that you feel like it just happens to other people like it happens in movies but it just it won't happen to you and 
I couldn't believe that it had happened to me. And so I think I ignored it. I ignored the reality of it for as long as I could. And finally, when my parents found out I was pregnant, I mean, obviously, they were confused, disappointed. I don't know, honestly. Um, I know I hurt them because as a parent, you kind of tend to blame yourself for things happening to your kids or your kids making certain choices. But in reality, it's, you know, it's my it's my responsibility. It was the choices that I made, not based on my parents or any of that. And my parents have always been very supportive of me and I thank them so much and I'm so grateful for them because they have helped me so much. Again, I'm a single parent and having a kid at 14 and not knowing what you're doing and just being a kid yourself, like a kid having a kid, like it's crazy. There's some things I don't even remember from that age because I think that I went through a lot of trauma I went through a lot of depression um yeah (laughs) it was some tough tough years but during that time when I was pregnant I had a boyfriend at the time and it's like those puppy love it's like your first love but it's not really your first love it's just like that first relationship and he wasn't the father of my child but he was there for me in a way no one else could be and he really helped me through so so much and I'm very grateful for him but it was just like one of those like relationships and towards the end when I ended up giving birth um he began cheating on me and stuff and at first I was like okay with it but then once my daughter was born I was like "Mm -mm, like this is not this is not gonna work anymore like I need to have a baby now like I need to focus on her and her only and I can't just be bringing anyone around and everything shifted for me obviously when you have a kid everything shifts for you going to high school my first semester I wasn't able to attend because I had just given birth so I missed like two months of high school and going back I had to make up some credits I ended up staying after school doing programs Um, I did summer school to make up for those credits and all my life what it really was was work school be a parent right work school be a parent work school be a parent like that's all I would do and it was very I wouldn't say I was depressed during that time but it was just very like hard in a way where I couldn't form really any connections with people Not because I wasn't outgoing anymore, not because I didn't know how to talk and communicate. Like, I was still me, but I was just, like, put myself in a box. Like, I put walls up, and it was really hard to trust people, probably because there are so many rumors about me. There were so many people talking about me. It was just, like, scary to put myself out there, I feel, and... um. Even though I did have some friends, it was hard to have, like, a real connection. I don't know what really caused that, but I just remember always feeling, like, left out, always feeling like, you know, if I was in a group of friends, I was never really connected to any of them. Well, they had their little connections and the person that they would hang out with. Like, I never felt like I belonged in these groups. And I just always remember feeling like no one understood me, no one really knew what was going on with me and I think that was very hard um I didn't do anything in high school so I didn't go out I didn't do any of that and senior year came 
my mom, she is an angel on earth. If you know her in person, she is just, she is truly an angel on earth. Like she's such a sweet person. And she used to tell me like, you need to go out. Like you need to go out. You need to enjoy yourself. You are young. Go out, enjoy yourself. Explore. So she would push me to go out and I was like, okay, I'm just going to start going out. So senior year, I kind of started going out a little bit more, started hanging out with some friends. And then once I graduated and went to college for a year before I dropped out, and that's when I kind of started going out a little bit more and a little bit more and I actually started making friends and started meeting people who actually liked the things that I liked. And I began going out. So after that, I kind of started getting my personality a little bit back but not to the same extent and the thing is I haven't I didn't even realize how much it it changed me until I was you know literally like two weeks ago when I was at my brother's house that I realized like oh my god I lost a part of myself that I'm currently trying to get back but I began to club a lot like in Vegas that's all you do if you are cute or whatever (laughs) and you are outgoing like you can get free tables you can sit with artists and stuff like that and that's what I would do a lot was I would go out I would drink I would just have a good time I would go to clubs I would go to bars and everything was always free so it it was just easy to be in that scene and that's all girls my age were doing during that time and I feel like I really lost myself in that point because I thought I was finding myself but I was really trying to shove down some of this pain that I had from feeling like no one would ever you know date me I have a child no one would ever date me I'm just never gonna find someone who would be there for me who would be there not only for me but for my kid and genuinely love us and I think someone once told me that too. I don't know if it was an ex-boyfriend or something, but someone had told me once that I would never find someone because I had a kid. And I think that really stuck to me. And there was just so many limiting beliefs that came with that. But going out, um, I met this guy and I fell in love with him and it was toxic. (laughs) It was toxic. I was toxic. And I had abandonment issues. I had insecurities. I had so many things that came from having a daughter so young and not just from her but just me in general like I just I was just so insecure I remember in high school I had so many stretch marks on the side of my thighs and my butt and I remember I was just like so self-conscious changing inside of locker rooms because I felt like people were gonna make fun of me and because I did have people make fun of me or talk about it and it was just like an insecurity that I had so I always so I began to like be very very insecure of who I was as a person and what I was here for and I was just so confused and so lost so when I started going out and partying I felt like that kind of blocked that off and I started to become a different person but whatever so I fell in love with this guy and it was toxic but I was in love with him and He was the only person who I've ever introduced to my daughter because I trusted him and it was just not a relationship that I wanted. Like it was the bare minimum. I was being cheated on. I was settling for less and I didn't know my worth. I didn't know who I was and what I could do. My life was just so limited and I was in a box and I had dropped out of college and I felt like 
nothing was going to ever work out for me. I knew that I didn't want to work a nine to five forever. And I started my business. And during that time, I kind of started having my independence and growing as a person. And eventually I ended up just cutting off the relationship. I stopped putting myself in a situation where I knew that it wasn't what I wanted. What I want is to be a woman that my daughter can look up to, a woman who she can see and know that I'm strong, that I'm independent, that you don't need to be with someone to be in a happy home or to just stay with someone just because society says that you can't get divorced and all of that. You know, I wanted to show her that I'm a strong woman for her because of her. And I think that that's something that society is missing a lot of days. It's like we are raising kids. We don't know how to raise them. We're pushing our beliefs and our trauma onto them because we're not aware of our own trauma because we're going through shit, because we're stressed, because we're depressed, because we're consistently having to work and we're in this rat race of trying to survive. We're not able to fully help a child grow and a lot of parents are missing you know especially men a lot of men are missing in the picture because their parents didn't teach them how to be men they didn't teach them how to be in touch with their emotions how to communicate how to treat women how to love women how to love themselves and i think it's a cycle that keeps repeating over and over and over again and i think that's why i feel so called to talk about this whole story in this whole aspect of my life because a lot of women go through this a lot of women are sexually active at a very young age or they go through things that make them sexually active at at a very young age which they shouldn't be and it creates all of these abandonment issues and insecurities and we think that the end goal is to be, be married and have kids and there's so many other goals in life right but society is so focused on the grand prize that is deemed the grand prize of getting married. Like, I don't know if you guys watch Bridgerton, but on Bridgerton, if you aren't married by a certain age, you are deemed like there's something wrong with you. Like everyone looks down on you and the woman has to be so kept to herself. And like they, women in society are put in such a box because if you're not married by a certain age, then you are deemed unworthy. There's something wrong with you. And I think that, A lot of women were chasing after the wrong men, were chasing after men who are not in touch with themselves and their emotions and don't know who they are. And in turn, we're chasing after them because we don't know who we are. But the second that you start to understand who you are, what you're here for, and removing all, you know, marriage and kids and all of that, just removing all of like the standard goals that society has placed on us and you see as yourself what am i truly here for how can i grow how can i give not just to myself but to humanity like what can i leave behind and that's what happened in my spiritual awakening is i began to really just uncover like what am i here for what am i here to do what am i here to share and i began my podcast and i began speaking and people understood my message that i was trying to put across and i realized that the reason why I am where I am and the reason why I feel like I have so much wisdom to give is because of everything that I've been through. Like I said in the beginning, experience is your best teacher. I've experienced so much at a very young age. I had to grow up so fast and 
looking back and seeing like all of the things that I put myself through and all of the things that I learned and all the lessons and all of the trauma cycles that I'm currently trying to break with my daughter in raising her is something that I want to really share because it's hard. It's hard being a single parent. It's hard. It's hard to know if you're doing the right thing or if you are doing enough. If there's just like so much that comes with being a parent, I think a lot of people don't realize like how hard it is. And I think that's why two people should be raising a parent. Like two people definitely need to be raising a parent. Not saying that you can't do it on your own. Um, you can definitely do it on your own, but bringing a child into this world where hella shit's fucked up, like you need to be able to show kids how to process their emotions, how to communicate in a healthy way, because if not, we end up with people in society who hate people because they hate themselves, because they didn't know how to process trauma themselves, because they didn't know how to communicate. And we end up having things like all of these horrible things that are happening on the news of mass shootings and people killing each other and so much ego is involved because people are not in touch with their emotions we're not allowing men to be in touch with their emotions we're not allowing women to be more than what they're deemed worthy of being or all all they can be and i think that society is really messed up but it all starts with our kids and how what we teach them how we raise them and i've been celibate for five years so i've been celibate for five years because i truly believe that celibacy is the key to finding yourself and it's not that i'm just going to be celibate until i find marriage or any of that i mean if that's who you are then that's perfectly fine but for me if i don't have an emotional connection with you and i feel like you can't be an amazing father not just to my daughter but to my future kids and you don't have morals you don't have beliefs that you stand by that you actually stand by because a lot of people have a lot of beliefs and things that they say but their actions are not aligning to their beliefs and their morals and so for me i'm dedicated to committing to myself so deeply that i will only commit to someone who is committed to themselves so deeply and is com committed to their family and their community and humanity as a whole and because those values align to mine those morals and those beliefs align to mine and i think that in society again we're just stuck in that chasing after people who are not meant to be with you chasing after people who don't deserve you because we have those insecurities we have abandonment issues we have all of this shadow work that needs to be brought to light but we're not dealing with it because it's so much easier to ignore it and for me being celibate has brought so much peace into my life and so this is what this whole season is going to be about this whole season is going to be about all of the trauma cycles that i'm trying to break dealing with my daughter and being such a young mom my celibacy journey relationships all of that i really want to dive deep into that because it's who i am it's what has made me and i just hope that you guys are here with me along on my journey and you guys can relate to it in some way even if you're not a young parent or a teen parent or someone who is looking to have kids even it's just i think it's just important to see like teen pregnancy there are so many reasons behind it and i think that one of the big biggest reasons is lack of 
male support, lack of male love from a father figure because a lot of us were not emotionally available, even mothers, lack of mother love and balance and just having both. Again, I think it's just so important to have both in the picture, but yeah, that is what this season is going to be about and I'm pretty sure I missed so many things that I wanted to talk about, but that's why we're going to have this whole season dedicated to everything that I've learned being a teenage parent and if you are a teenage parent or you if you even had kids at a very young age, I think that even having kids before 25 is very young. Just know that you are doing amazing no matter if you doubt it, if you feel like you're not doing enough, but you're doing as much as you can, like you are doing enough. You are doing your best. And I think that that's all that really matters because you don't really know how good of a parent you are ever, I think. Until your, parent, until your kids tell you, you know, when they're older. But even then, it's, like, hard because you're always going to be judging yourself. You're always going to be saying, like, okay, I could be doing better. I could be doing this. I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I'm doing this. I mean, that's at least what goes on through my head. So <laughs> that is it. Thank you guys so much for being here with me and supporting me and loving me and being open with the things that I say because I know that I'm a very opinionated person. And I never want to make people feel like my beliefs are their beliefs. Because I'm very open. I'm a very open-minded person. So just take everything with a grain of salt. And I hope that you are here enjoying the journey with me. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love you. I'll see you on my next one.